Dreaming of running your own business? Hello and welcome to Eden Exchanges. Today we spoke to Theo Mariscos, who is a franchisee for James Home Services, Home and Office Cleaning in Melbourne's North. Theo delved into his white-collar beginnings and his background in a family business. Theo also detailed his decision to bite the bullet, to achieve his dream of being his own boss, and to be financially independent. Welcome everyone, my name is Raghu, I'm here with Frank Zemus from Eden Exchange. Hello everyone. Today we're joined by Theo Mariscos, who's a James Home Services franchisee in Melbourne's North. Thanks a lot for joining us today, Theo. Thank you guys, thank you for um, the invitation. Um, good afternoon all, Merry Christmas, Happy New Year. Thanks very much for joining us. Uh, you're welcome, it was a pleasure to um, be invited and um, come along and uh, share my experiences um, with um, James Home Services, so yeah, let's take it away. Look, firstly, Theo, can you tell us a little bit about your background and how you came to be a franchisee at James Home Services? Well, my background, I mean, how much time do we have? We've um, got as much time as you want, Theo. <laughs> um, well, basically, I was a, a white-collar sort of worker in um, before I joined James Home Services. I was always in the cleaning industry myself. I had enough of it at one stage and then sort of I sort of packed it in early 2000 and then what I did is I, com- I went completely opposite and went and worked for a family member of mine and it didn't work out there, not because I'm a, a, a worker or anything, it just wasn't my field or my dream and I thought to myself, you know, what am I going to do? I'm sick and tired of making money for other people and I thought it's about time I do something for myself and if I don't do it now, I'm going to have regrets uh, for the rest of my life. So. I bit the bullet and um, I started sort of testing the waters and the markets out there. I contacted four franchise um, companies back then, which I'm not going to mention any names. And well, one of them was James, and the only one that contacted me back was James. Really? So I've been with James now for just over seven years. I speak on behalf of myself and I, I say it's probably the best decision that I've made for my future, my family, my health, and all that sort of stuff. So, yeah. Fantastic. Um, we, we should also mention we've got Theo's better half here with us today, uh, Alex. Hi, how are you? Good, good, good. So it'd be interesting to get some of your your thoughts as well. So when he came to, I mean, I know you said Theo that, that uh, James was the only uh, franchise business that actually called you back. But what, what, what were some of the other factors that, that made both of your decisions um, lean towards James? Some recognition. We knew a little bit about James as well. That made you feel comfortable they made you feel like you're part of the family mm-hmm. which was important at, at the end of the day yeah we understand they're trying to sort of sell a business or a franchise but that was important to us and those initial steps were were vital and it wasn't like okay you bought in and then they walked away and they, they disappeared no the support was always there yes there's been ups and downs I suppose you get them in your day-to-day sure. sort of life and, and business but that's what we found we found the support was there yeah, it was family oriented though, because I made an effort to meet all our family and make some effort in getting together, little get-togethers, yeah. and yeah, it, yeah, which, which is really important. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. And how has the franchise lived up to your expectations so far? It has, and hence what I said earlier on. That's why I'm still with them at the moment. Initially, when I first bought in back in early 2010, from memory, mm-hmm. things were peaking back then. A few years into the business, there was a bit of a, let's say, a slope or decrease or decline, whatever you want to call it, mm-hmm. within the franchise. Mm-hmm. I don't, that had personally had nothing to do with me. There was just probably the way that the, the, the way it was being run at that time. But 
Now with the um, new owner, with uh, Mike Dowling's taken on board, I can't praise the company more highly. And, and hence, that's why I'm still with them. I mean, I could have walked a few years ago. It didn't happen. I always believe there's a light at the end of the tunnel. And I also believe you've got to give people an opportunity. And Mike, Mike Dowling so far has sort of met my expectations at least. And it's not just about me at the end of the day. We're all a team. And even the new franchisees that are coming on board, I believe, are seeing it. It's only going to get better, bigger and better from here. So through seven years, that, that's, a, that's a fair time in the in the business. What qualities or traits do you believe makes a good franchisee and, and what, some, what are some of the rewards that one can expect? Uh, quality is a trait. Uh, it, one thing I do say to potential franchisees that sort of that come along and ask these sort of questions is my, my motto is there's three things. You've got to be good at what you're doing. Mm-hmm. Never rip the customer off mm-hmm. and, and be honest and be honest with what you do. I mean, if you can successfully succeed in all those three, which are pretty easy, they're, not, yeah. they're pretty straightforward, yeah. you're going to go places yeah. as far as I'm concerned. Yeah. What was the other which one? Is, which, which is a good. I mean, that, that's that's the sort of qualities and traits. So you're saying, like, you yeah. know, be, be honest to the customer, mm. be transparent, mm. and, and all those things, which are pretty true. The second part of that question was, what are some of the rewards that one can expect? You know? Re- rewards. Probably said earlier on, uh, if you remember that um, I worked for other people and. I, I, I gave them enjoyment by you know, working hard and they're making money out of it, you know what I mean? But yeah. at the end of the day, it was just, that's, just, that's just how life is. I'm not complaining with what I did. Sure. Being your own boss gives you that sort of flexibility and that, and, and that power. And what I've done, what, sorry, what I've achieved in the seven years is, is massive working for myself, whether I was working with someone else. And, and some of those things are the luxury of going to an overseas holiday with the family. Mm-hmm. And visit Europe and that sort of stuff. I wouldn't have been able to do that if I was working with someone else, especially the places um, my wife loves to visit, um, which, which is good. We've done uh, a lot of renovations towards our homes. We've put our kids through private education, and education is a was a, was a key to to us uh, for our kids, yep. making sure they get a proper education. Yeah. Flexibility. It, yeah, it is. It is. It's very flexible. It's it's given us a lifestyle. And a luxury at the same time. But by saying that, nothing was easy. You got to work for it. Yep. You got to work for it. So yeah. So it, it, and, and anything can be achieved, yep. but you got to set your goals yep. and you got to be focused. Yeah. And yeah. you've got control. That's a good thing too. Yes. How yeah. big or how small? Yeah, absolutely. You like doing your own hours. Yeah. 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 You're sort of balancing your life around that. Absolutely. Of course. It's, fantastic. And it's all about balance. Yeah. Now you mentioned the balance and flexibility as well as the hard work. Can you tell us a little bit about your typical day and what's involved with it? Okay, my typical day, see, I, I, the way I plan myself is I always plan a week ahead. The, the, the current week I already know because I've already planned that, so I know what's actually happened. Mm-hmm. And basically how it works for me is um, I've got a set of regular customers that I service with either will be weekly or fortnightly, mm-hmm. and I average anywhere between the three to the four customers per day. That's pretty much my week. My week consists of six-day-a-week operation, even though I'm out there for seven days. But then again, you want, you know, you still obviously want a bit of time for yourself. Mm-hmm. I balance, my everything is balanced within what I want to sort of work, my time frame, and, and it's working and for me so far. Sure, sure. And in that, you mentioned earlier being honest to the customers and, and how important that is to make the business run well. 
what what do you define as like a, a good customer experience or, or how do you go about creating that customer experience because we know that's all very important uh, it sure is and uh, that's, that's actually a good question um I've, I've still got clients that have been with me from from day one so that's over seven years so i'm obviously doing something right there i truly believe and in, in, in honesty as, as, as soon as you walk in as soon as you walk in and and i and i say that and when i when i meet a potential client when i walk into someone's home i want them to feel as comfortable as they can with me because at the end of the day I am a stranger still, so I'm, I'm walking into someone's home mm. to provide a service when then when when they're not there. So somehow I've got to sell myself to these people. They've made the right choice mm. that I'm the person for this particular job. Yeah, it's a tough one, but I seem to I, I seem to somehow make it happen for yeah. me yeah. all the time. And not not only just that, it's just also is trust. There's also there's also in, in how you actually perform and what you say. One is to sell yourself or to sell a product or a service, that's 50%. And then the other 50% is actually delivering it. Mm-hmm. Now, you can say anything you want, Now, but if, this, if the delivery isn't there, then there's nothing sure. there. There's nothing there. So, yeah. And in that sense, does the James Home Services help in creating that customer experience or is there any sort of um, systems that are being followed there or advice that's provided? Well, I believe the the regional franchisors, when they're out there, they do their they do their screening. They do what they've got to do with their potential um, franchisees that are interested in sort of um, purchasing a franchise. I've always said to them, make sure you do that proper screening because at the end of the day, it if you if you get the wrong people or wrong person in, it tarnishes the logo and the brand. And we don't. I don't want that because I don't want people talking about the brand or the logo because I know what I do and the current franchises we've got now, I know what they do. So there is process, processes and protocols that they go through and, yeah, and that's, and that's it. what people want. You've got police checks, you've got insurance and you've got all okay. those. And we've got all that. We've, we've got, got we've got all that. We've and got there's a lot that. of trust in it because you are entering their home yeah. and you've got a Yeah, look, absolutely. Look, you know, you get, you get a rotten apple and it yeah. damages the whole brand, doesn't it? Yeah. Absolutely. No. And he gets lots, lots of referrals from um, his customers as well. So yeah. when they're happy, they refer him to sure. their family members or their friends and that's how it all sure, operates. Sure, sure, Okay. So there is the repercussions of everything that you do. So if you do something properly, it's yeah. rewarding. At yeah, the end. yeah, yeah, it is. Okay, uh, look, Theo, you know, I mean, one of the reasons why you'd sort of pick up franchise businesses is, is because of the, of the support network. Can you tell us a little bit about your experience with James and, you know, uh, a little bit about the support that you get through training and marketing and mentoring and all that sort of stuff? Well, all, all that sort of stuff, Frank, once again, comes down to um, your, your regional franchisor, um, mm-hmm. which is, in, in my case, um, will be Blair, Blair McDonald, and mm-hmm. f- fantastic guy, always out there. To help us, there isn't. There, there is the guy just never says no. It, it doesn't matter what time it is, what day it is, you know. And even even if the question sounds stupid, there's nothing stupid. There's no right or wrong answer. You know what I mean? Just just get out. This is the problem I've got. How do we fix it? You know what I mean? And, and um, the guy goes out there and does that. We've got a good support team. We've got a good base team up up in Queensland as well. Because James, being a predominantly it is is a Queensland um, business. business. Yep. Our call center, I think, is fantastic. The people out there. That work there and just they're just very helpful. I mean, these are people that a lot of them are sort of have been in this sort of industry before and they actually know what it's like. And it's not just someone off the street. Yeah, you just will just give yeah. them, you know they don't care. It's it's it, it's as we said earlier on. It's loving and caring sort of 
business and, and everyone cares about everyone, which is, which is good. It's, you're not just a number. Mm. You're not just a number, if that sort of makes sense. Because you've mentioned a few things that really make James a bit different from other operators in the market. But what specific sort of services do you focus on uh, yourself and, uh, and what's on offer there as well? I sort of, I'm based over in the north yeah. and my territory, so-called, that I sort of bought into is in South Morang. Uh, and but the, at the end of the day, my eggs aren't all in one basket. I just I do float around. The services that I sort of provide are pretty much um, interior house cleaning, and I'm bloody good at what I do, yeah. and mm-hmm. proud and passionate and anal, if that's sort of, if I can use that word. <laughs> and I do use uh, I do tell that to my clients. And you know I treat their homes as if it's my home. Yeah. I'm not just your average cleaner out there. I sort of uh, I take pride and care in and in, in what I do, and, and the client respects that and 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 has got faith and trust in myself. I specialise again in domestic, in industrial, and I'd like to get into commercial and um, that's something that's my next goal and that's what I want to start sort of focusing on. Yeah. Okay. Um, look, how important is it when, when you're sort of making these decisions about what, what you're gonna do with your life to, to have your spousal support and, and you know, talk talk us through I mean obviously you guys are you know, are, are pretty driven. Tell us a little bit about uh, how important that is. For, it's it, you know. it's very important, Frank. I'll just probably go back just over seven years when I was working for someone else before. I'd come home and, and I'd be a wreck. And it's unfortunate that sometimes it's sort of you, you, you take it out and you get it's just it's just it's, you're just letting off steam, which is not fair on the on the other side on the other party. Mm-hmm. And I remember saying to Alice, "Is I can't go on like this anymore. We, you know, I need to do something for myself. I know I'm good at what I do. And again, as I said earlier, if I don't do it now, I'm not going to do it again. And I'm just going to be bitter and um, and not happy and not happy about it. Bit the bullet. I sat down and discussed with Al where I was sort of heading, and as a good you know, wife, companion, partner, whatever it is, she supported me. Yep. She could have said, well, and and she could have said that quite easily, you know, oh, you know, with your wage and mm-hmm. and how we're going to live and how we're going to do this and how we're going to do that. Yep. But she had confidence and faith in me. She knows me. She knows me very well. And the, the rewards in the last seven years are out there, you know what I mean? As I said to you earlier on, it's a, it's a great decision that um, we've made. Mm-hmm. We've made. And, um, yeah, we work hard for it. We're, but um, yeah, we're, yeah, we're happy. He's a happy chappy now. He wasn't happy. <laughs> yeah, well, you could see the difference totally. Sure. Than yeah, in the last seven years, and he's very yeah. proud too. So yeah. whatever job he does, he comes home feeling yeah. proud and happy with the accomplishments yeah. he had. Whereas before, I never saw that, but I see yeah. a lot now. Yeah, yeah, no, so there's we, a big difference, and our flexibility it, too. You yeah, know, having yeah. two kids, and they they want us to drive everywhere. The flexibility is there, and he controls that. It's yeah. up to him how busy. How old? Yeah. Uh, and I've got a 19 and a 15-year-old. Oh, okay. But yeah, so, I'm their taxi driver and they've got lots of <laughs> yeah. And I'm the Uber hour. driver at the moment, yes. <laughs> yeah. You're the so taxi, I'm the Uber. It works, it works. Yeah. Yeah. No. Flexibility is fantastic. No, it's a really no, in, interesting story there for people looking to make that jump and want to you know, find out the best way to take the next step. But going back to the, the market as a whole, what, what, what we're finding, Australia has a really booming home services sector at the moment. I mean, do you have any thoughts on why that's occurring and where do you think it's going in the next couple of years as well? I think, look, at this present age, everyone's working these crazy hours. There's mm. no time 
for the cleaning. There's no time for the lawn and gardens, laundry, whatever you want. I've just given you some of these services. People are working crazy hours. The last thing they want to do is come on the weekend, I've got to do the cleaning, or I've got to mow my lawns, or I've got to do this, I've got to do that. Life's too short. You only live once. People are outsourcing everything these days. I mean, I outsource my lawn and gardens, and I love mowing my lawns, yeah? I do, I do. I love it. It's de-stressor for me, but sometimes it just mm. just creeps up on me. There's just I'm just too busy, and I feel like I'm giving someone else an opportunity. That they, they, they're getting paid to do something sure. as well, so, yeah, I'm, yeah. so I'm providing. It's only going to get... I think it's going to get better. It's only because it's unfortunately the way we're living at the moment. It's just work, 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 work. And our, our leisure time is, is actually decreasing, which is, should, should be the other way around. We've been arguing this for years. But then again, look, I'm not arguing. It keeps me employed. <laughs> keeps me busy. And, and everyone else out there that's, um, that's yeah. working. And it's also interesting. I'm not sure maybe 10 years or even more than that. A lot of this stuff would have been considered really luxurious, like mm. having someone cleaning your houses or even you know doing home services but now it's becoming like you mentioned part of part and parcel of this yeah so what's what a time poor culture people are in you're spot on but at the end of the day look i tell you this is again from my experience is i am still a luxury item at the end of the day because sometimes people like i've got i get families where i've got there's two incomes coming into a house which is fine there's all these all these questions I always ask the clients when I sort of you know when I'm in there you know because if you you got so you got to balance it some because if there's only one income sometimes a little bit hard because they're obviously on budgets as well people are finding it hard like if they feel the pinch on their side then what they do is what are my luxuries is it the cleaning is it foxtail is it is it grooming dog grooming is it whatever and they start chopping changing I tell them not to get rid of the cleaning. That's just me at the end of the day because my my not argument is okay. I understand that you're you're on X amount of dollars for the time being, but we can always sit down and negotiate something because the last thing you want to do is work all these crazy hours, come home to a dirty house. Yeah. It works sometimes, but, but other times it doesn't. So, but at least you know the the offers out there. Yeah, get rid of the dog, I I think so too. I think so. Or Foxtel, you know. What I mean, you don't you don't watch TV anyway. Netflix, yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. All right. And in terms of look, people who will be listening to this, who are interested in you know trying to do what you've done or achieve what you've done, how do they how do they make the next step and reach out to James Home Services? Simple. Give us a call. Give us a call. Blair, for argument's sake, I use Blair because he's our regional down here. Mm-hmm. He'll be more than happy to come out and meet and I'll meet and greet if you want to call it. And if that's still not good enough, there's also people like myself out there. You know, if they want to come and see us and see what it's all about hands-on when we're out there, I don't have a problem. Nothing to hide at the end of the day. I'm only telling you what I've experienced. I've seen a lot of people come and go as well. I know where they've gone wrong. And the other thing I sort of mentioned is, if anyone out there is interested in purchasing this franchise or any particular franchise, is they got to remember the key thing they got to remember is when you buy a franchise, it's not just yeah I bought a business and then and off we go. No, it doesn't work like that. They think yeah I bought a business now my phone's going to ring red hot. No, no one even knows who you are. Mm. So you've bought a franchise. Who are you? Yeah. Key to success again is um, you got to get out there. You got to market yourself. So people get to know who you are. And these days with marketing is brochures. Get out there with your brochures. 
door knocking. I hate door knocking, I'll be honest with you, but there's there's ways around that. Social media these days is crazy. You know, you got your Facebooks and your all that sort of stuff. And I think Alex said it earlier on is your clients. Your clients will sell you, if you're good at what you do, they'll sell you. You don't all the other stuff's irrelevant. They'll they'll, they'll flog you off straight away. So anyone that's out there that's interested is uh, that they need to get the groundwork done first properly, mm-hmm. and and then the rest is um, it's totally up to them. Fantastic. Well, that's a really good way to wrap it up here. Thanks again, Alex and Theo, for joining us today. You're welcome. Thank, Thank you for your time, guys. Thanks for the invitation. We do encourage anyone interested to get in touch with James or Home Services, and there's also a contact us option at the bottom of this podcast, and please get in touch and one of the team will contact you. Apart from that, thanks again for joining us and we hope to talk to you soon on another podcast. Thank you. Eden Exchanges was brought to you by the team at Eden Exchange. In this episode, we spoke to Thea Mariscos of James Home Services in Melbourne's North. For more information on this or any other episodes by Eden Exchanges, head to edenexchange.com or www.businessbuyinvest.com. You can also find us on Facebook, LinkedIn, Twitter, and Instagram for recent updates on the buying and investing business world. You can subscribe to this series on iTunes or Stitches if you're using Android. Thanks for listening.